0: welcome to the scum and villainy podcast this is richard white also known as kelvin tiberius i am joined by greg duncan also known as joy and vengeance and the one the only mr froggy scott williams galactic Holinet. i know you've missed us but we're back baby gentlemen how are you guys doing
1: doing fantastic tonight richard uh ready to talk about some new subjects i did miss doing the podcast it's taken us a little while to get this one organized and going again i am definitely ready to get back into it
2: yeah i'm totally
0: ready to get back into this too i'm gonna go ahead and blame greg for everything right
1: (laughs) that's fine my work schedule has been crazy and life being what it is unfortunately i can't just x-wing all the time with all of my time I'm going to
0: go ahead and speak for the internet in that uh, the Galactic Holland doesn't care about your scheduling problems. I I know, I know. We need you.
1: We need you. (laughs) Need me to be more committed to the cause.
0: Yes, absolutely. You need to take out the wait a second, you're the the Empire. So, you need to take out the terrorists, Greg. The terrorists win when you don't podcast. Yep, we're winning.
1: We're winning. Uh, Damn terrorists. (laughs) I'll I'll have to explain it to... uh, you know the family that uh, they're, I'm letting the empire down. Yeah, you are. Shame on we you. We
0: have we have an absolute ton to cover. Um, lots of fun stuff out. We we've got uh, you know new ships out. We've got a new wave four. We've got to talk about. We've got to talk about the Galactic hol- or the uh, Galactic Cup. Um, it's just so much. I'm so excited. Um, Let's dive in into uh, Wave 5. Does that sound good? Yeah, I
1: think we should definitely talk about new stuff.
0: Yeah. This wave 5. Two ships. How do we feel about the fact that it's only two ships?
1: Well, I, I think I feel a whole lot better when we start talking about which two ships they are. I think some much-needed gifts are being granted to both sides.
0: Well, um since you spoke up first, we'll give the empire its due, the VT 49 decimator expansion pack. This ship has 3 attack dice, 0, that's right, 0 agility, 12 hull, 4 shields. Um I'm not sure what the least expensive is going to cost, but the most expensive the Rear Admiral, how do we pronounce his last name? I know it's fringe.
1: I don't know. Uh, Gerardo? Uh, Gira-
0: yeah, Girano. Girado. Girdo. Girdo. yeah. Um, yeah, 46 points, so pretty darn expensive. It's a turret ship. It's got three crew. We've got the ability to run a lot of different stuff on it. Um, what do we think about the Decimator?
1: Well speaking for the Empire going ahead and chiming in, I say hallelujah to finally having a 360 degree firing arc on the Imperial side of life. I think it is a much, much needed bit of utility that the Empire has overall lacked. Especially with the advent of some of the more maneuverable ships that the Rebellion side is getting, it's nice to have the 360 arcs to counteract that. I know I've whined about having a lack of turrets on the imperial side before, so I'm extremely happy about that fact. Um, the The expense I think is going to be a bit of a a bit of a burden to bear. Um, as much as I'm excited about the decimator, I'm really, really interested in a lot of the crew cards that come with it and how they can work on even other ships in the fleet as well.
0: Well, which ones are you excited about?
1: Uh, particularly Fleet Officer and Mara Jade, yeah. me as being incredibly useful. Mara
2: Jade is just going to be awesome. I mean, especially on that ship, you know, being able to stress everybody within range one of a big base ship is just...
1: Very, very potent. And it looks like, looking at the exposure of the dial, I know we only get the one maneuver, but it can't be a bad sign that the one maneuver we see is a two green bank on a large ship you're going to be able to achieve range 1 with more reasonable maneuvers. So if you're stressed, you can still take a fairly decent maneuver and a turn with it as well. So getting that range 1 won't be quite as difficult, it doesn't seem like.
0: Think about it this way. Um, there are three of the Decimators have that elite pilot talent, and uh, let's not all chime in at once. What's the best... Uh, What's the best elite pilot talent for a large base ship? Expert handling. Getting into range one is not going to be difficult for any of these ships.
1: Yeah, not at all. Not even in the least. Um, The other thing I was interested in, fleet officer specifically, I'm curious about fleet officer on shuttles. Being able to take that action and hand out focuses seems like it could be really interesting for other squad options.
2: Yeah, it's going to be... This ship is going to really shake things up... Uh, I, I'm kind of curious about the the low end pilot, and see. I wonder how cheap it is just to to make it with Vader and make it like a Doom Decimator.
0: How uh, how cheap do you think it's going to be?
2: Well, if you look at like the Outer Rim Smuggler, it's twenty seven. I might say this might go like thirty two, thirty three in that range, like a bounty hunter.
1: I I have a hard time seeing it go quite that low. So with the with the ORS comparison, it's hard to draw because the ORS has a significant stat loss compared to the true YTs. I think the lowest we'll see it go is 38 or 39 points.
2: But man, Vader on a 360, just always being able to do damage, um,
0: and Gunner and Vader and Gunner by Phantom. Yep.
2: Yeah, it, you're you're going to do uh, a ton of damage. the The one thing that that concerns me with this ship is the zero agility <laughs> so getting into range one may not be an issue but surviving the onslaught of other ships shooting at you at range one uh, that might uh, might be difficult
1: I agree, I agree. I, I will say this much, it does look like I'm gonna make a guess and say that its title grants it the ability to take an evade action somehow. If you look at the picture on Fantasy Flight's announcement for it, it looks like the ship comes with an evade token.
2: Yeah, but so, the Defender Defender came with an evade token, yet yeah, you know. yeah. It, so
0: What's the enhanced tool teach us? Do we have anything? No, I
2: haven't I haven't really. I've been
0: too busy. <laughs> Uh, what? Oh, you guys are both just dis- the, the galactic holonet needs you, Mister Froggies. It needs you. It needs Greg. It needs you. What is wrong with you, gentlemen? Come on,
2: we need you. I'm running two tournaments. That's
0: what I'm doing. Uh.
1: The biggest the biggest call I can make on here is it looks like we're going to get Asani Iceheart as a crew member.
0: Iceheart. Ice Revenge right now! Yes. Which is
1: which is pretty cool. I'm kind of geeking out about that. And it looks like at the start of some kind of phase she gets to do something. So she, it's it's probably going to be another bit of utility. It looks like there's a lot of utility coming in from the crew members in this pack. So yeah. those are going to change up members, the uh, landscape.
0: crew members! Three! Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep.
0: What are, what are the combos? Yeah, what are the combos? I, I don't even know
2: yet. And the thing is, it's like... The, as the game progresses, the combos are just going to... Uh, it's just going to get crazy what you can do.
1: Gunner and Tactician could work very well together. If you actually miss oh, yeah. one of your shots, you could drop stress with on two targets. With too. Yeah. Well, there's definitely some interesting combos on there. Um, oh, cool. And I, I think even on the Rebel side, we're going to see a lot more crew expansion coming out with the ship that releases here as well. Yes,
0: the second ship, Scott. I'm going to go ahead. Um, we fe- we've all known it was coming, <laughs> yeah. But it's out. The YT twenty four hundred. Why don't you tell us about it, Scott?
2: And yeah, this ship looks looks awesome. It's it's got you know good stats. Not not the best uh, attack, but we'll get to that later. So two attack, two defense, five hull, five shields. Um, So it's basically kind of built like a a Bounty Hunter for the most part Only not quite as good as An attack Another 360 360 A 360 degree arc which is nice And then you get The Outrider title uh, Which is just crazy You get to Instead of using your regular gun You can use uh, A uh, a cannon Which I just think is going to be crazy
0: um, then that costs you them. Yes, but the
2: oh, I'm sorry, I I forgot. Like the most important part of this ship, in, in my opinion, is the built-in barrel roll function on this oh. on the ship. It comes with barrel roll as a standard action. So who needs expert handling? No, yep. now you get you get a big ship that you could spend your elite pilot talent on something other than expert handling and. Now you can push the limit, and it makes sense if you if you put engine and an engine upgrade engine, on this engine
0: uh, push the limit.
2: Oh, now you're boosting and barrel rolling like a, like an interceptor. Okay.
1: And we just talked about how useful barrel rolling is on the large base ships. You know that whole cannon upgrade, being able to apply a cannon to your 360 degree arc. I know it's probably not going to be the best option here, but you've definitely got the auto-blaster as a potential on there, and some people would worry about reaching that range 1 with that. But or like, heavy
0: laser cannon, too. Though.
1: Heavy laser cannon can work the same way. You might worry, oh, well, what if they're in my range 1? Well, hey, you have this lovely barrel roll and possibly a push-to-limit and engine upgrade, so it should be pretty easy for you to be wherever you want to be.
0: Yeah. Heck, ion cannon I'm even thinking about for, for phantoms. Yes, yeah. Ion cannon
1: on the cheap one is going to be something I think with the title that's going to be interesting. I don't I don't know if you'd want to put such a limited attack, such a limited offensive weapon on somebody like Dash Rendar, where you're really sinking a lot of points into that card.
0: Yeah, Dash Rendar, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. so let's we Holy have to talk cow. about
1: Dash Rendar, honestly. Um, yes. Specifically, with the idea that it says during your activation phase. You ignore obstacles. Is that the gist of it?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he gives because in uh, the EU he uh, basically faked his death by going through just a massive amount of flak. Yeah. And so essentially that was you know he ignores he ignores you know asteroids. So he can boost barrel roll and ignore asteroids. If you, I, I've seen people on the forums claiming that this is a noob ship. Because he can go through Asteroids, but I think the exact opposite. I think that the best players will use that fact to make him... And, and use Asteroid placement to make him... Better. Incredibly good. Yeah.
2: I, I kind of think it works both ways. I think it's going to be really easy for new players to pick this ship up and play. But to be really good, you're, you're going to want to utilize his ability... And so I think it works in both in both cases. Um, good, good pilots who really understand how to make use of his ability are going to do really, really well.
1: I think he'll work well with, kind of like what Richard is suggesting, and what you are, good pilots and people that have good planning um, will get a boon out of his ability. Instead of it saving them from making poor decisions, yes. they'll be able to use their advanced asteroid placement planning because i I, that's one of my favorite portions of the game. I believe that there is a whole separate little war that happens while you're placing asteroids and setting up your ship. That's a completely different dynamic of the actual X-Wing game. And sometimes and so often, that changes everything about the way the game is played. Big Dash Rendar puts a whole new layer onto that and -hmm. gives a big boon to the players that are excellent at psyching out and you know, predicting their opponents' placement. Yes, I, I
2: totally agree with that. That's yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to him. I think he's awesome. It, it's I. They keep giving me rebel ships that I have to fly, and it's it's breaking my soul a little bit. And I'm doing so well with the rebels lately. I can't even complain.
0: You at this point, I have to almost consider you a rebel player because of your. Uh, I at this point, Greg. I
1: my comp- sure. i've been flying competitively a specific rebel list for long enough now that i'm basically a rebel player and i've been doing well enough with it that i'm going to keep flying it you know yeah I, I have
2: to confess i've been running a lot of um imperial builds
0: lately what <laughs> is the, the both the, uh, the both of i the main- don't know
2: i don't know I feel uh, guilty afterwards, I, if that's any.
0: That's <laughs> I
1: understand, Scott. I have the same problem. Hey, do you have a Rebel hat? Because I have an Imperial hat. Maybe we should trade. I could mail you my Rebel... Or my Imperial hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, like, I'll say so, you something. So, surrender it in shame.
0: Let's talk about Dash Rendar with Push the Limit, Outrider and Heavy Laser Cannon, Engine Upgrade and kyle katarn sure it costs eleven trillion points <laughs> but we now have soon tier fell we have fat soon tier fell
1: we do essentially have fat soon tier fell with a 360 arc so even easier to escape your opponent's shots and not care
2: yeah because you don't have to point at anybody you exactly. just have to dodge arcs and-,
0: and kyle katarn gives gives you the focus Gives you the focus just like uh, Just like uh, Soontir gets true. Yep.
1: Very true um, I Yeah, the combo is devastating What can you put with it is the question You're talking about a <laughs> single ship Costing upwards of 55, 58 points Something like that
0: 58 points, yeah. well, just so happens That if you are feeling adventurous You can run two rookies
1: It does leave you with exactly enough for two rookies um, It also leaves you uh, You can do three bandits with that is, uh, you would
0: not be able to do three bandits.
1: Yeah, you have forty-two points. You can do three bandits. You can do that's three thirty-six. Bandits. Well, no, because
0: because the, the, the combination is push the limit, heavy laser cannon, outrider engine, and Kyle Katarn, gives you fifty-eight points.
1: Yes. Which leaves you with forty-two, which is enough for three bandits, and then can some. I do math? Yeah, you have enough three for bandits, you have six points left after that. Three
2: bandits is thirty-six. Yep. You could um, do you three oh. Talah Squadron Yeah,
1: you could, and then you still have three points left. Um which, well, wh- wherever whatever you would put it on, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's room for something else there. 42 points is also chewy, incidentally. It's a naked chewy, but it's chewy nonetheless. And that's, that's with all of that beef going on Dash Rendar specifically. I mean, you scale it down to a not Dash Rendar next ship down, or maybe you sacrifice one or two options in there, and... You get all you more. need is
0: to push. All you need is to push the limit. So push the limit and is engine, the,
1: I think, is really key on there.
0: Hopefully, that PS5 uh, YT twenty four hundred has the uh, ability to do, um, to do an elite pilot talent. And then, if that's the case, and you've got a real good option there. Yeah. Um, we got a new crew member with this. Uh, with this. Up uh, with this expansion. With. Expansion words, thank you. Um, (laughs) Lando Calrissian, three points. uh, Roll two defense dice, by the way. This is one of the more perfect crew cards because of the gambler's nature. I agree completely. Roll two defense dice. For each focus result, you get a focus token to your ship. For each evade, you get an evade. Um, You're getting a token on average most of the time. Um, When you're getting a token on average, you get two... I'd say at least half the time, right? I don't know the odds. Major Juggler, tell us the odds on this. I know he listens <laughs> to the podcast. Thank God we have. Him. Yes. Um,
1: I, I will uh, have to say, Lando. I mean, this deal gets better all the time.
0: Is he is he better than C three PO defensively? Uh, he's different. I think
2: he's different because I think he's
0: better for this ship. Well,
2: he's give you're you're giving up an action. So if you're running on this ship, that's
0: a good point. With push
2: the limit, I. I think he's probably really good for, for, for this with, the, with If you could spend an action here for Lando's ability And then Barrel Roll or Target Lock or whatever you want to use mm. um, But I, I hate giving up my one action for just a defensive uh, ability
1: very true. That well, is difficult. You get, you it get, is a focus, so potentially as well, which provides focus. offense.
0: It is both defensive and offensive. Yes, I mean it's both. Yep. If you get, it's a, it's a, it's gamble. a gamble, though. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely.
2: So it kind of, you know, it, if you're a gambler, this might be might be better. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: the amount of what so makes I, me uh, nervous is the amount of times I roll blank green dice. uh, I can just see that being a lot of nothing for that crew (laughs) card for me personally I'm not that fortunate I don't tend to rely on I'm not the gambler I don't have the gambler's spirit that is not
0: me you somehow manage to be uh, probably the least lucky person with dice rolls I've ever seen in my entire life I
1: have a talent I have a talent. Yeah, you, you have a yes. certain set of skills. You have the ability <laughs> have to a roll particular set of less
0: hits and evades than a normal person would,
1: and somehow I still win. I don't know how it happens.
0: <laughs> so, what do you so, guys? What do you guys think of this? Uh,
2: the extra terrain that we're seeing.
0: Yes, yes, it's exactly what I was going to ask.
2: Uh, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do with this. Is are these new rules that they're going to bring up for? Um, uh, for gameplay, I kind of hope so.
0: I hope they're new asteroids. A- at a minimum, I hope I can replace these as um, asteroids. Like, when you know how in Epic you have the ability to place the ship in? Mm-hmm. As an asteroid, or, or in lieu of an asteroid or something like that? Um, I-, I I hope that you can use those three asteroids to replace three asteroids... In the um, in the list, at a minimum, because I think that's interesting.
2: Yeah, I I kind of hope so. I kind of hope that they they do they use this. That'd
1: be interesting. It could also be more story, campaign, mission style stuff that they're showing off because they've been yeah. keen to show that off with the releases of the big ships. They've been very into the epic and cinematic gameplay formats so they could be expanding down that line as well. Because I'm sure there's a, there's a decent collection of X-Wing players out there. I was talking about this with another local Kansas City player the other day. I, I'm sure there's a crowd of X-Wing players out there that loves the epic formats and the larger game types and is probably very happy to see these larger ships and we don't, I don't know if we even think about them, us being the competitive players that we are. So that, it could be some stuff for them as well.
2: Yeah, no, good point.
0: Well, we, we, this is all way five, and it's on the printer, and it's we're, we're looking forward to it. But that's that's the future. Let's talk about the now and currently what's kind of going through the big news. There's something uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. Something called the Galactic Cup. Hmm. Um it's a it's a tournament uh, that had how many people Scott? Uh 144 144 X-wing players participated and now we are down to 32 players if I if I'm right probably less at the at the time of uh you all listening but uh it's been pretty exciting and it's been you know every good player i can think of has been involved and it's been pretty darn awesome um so far i'd say it's a rousing success and our own um mr froggy's is running it frog uh, uh, tell us about the galactic cup what's going on give us the give us the hot scoop
2: so it's been going really well we um we finished the derision bounds just a, a, a little while back and now we're in the top 32. Uh, it, there's been a lot of great games. Uh, there was an upset. Um, Paul Heaver lost his game the, the other day. Um,
0: I, I heard about that to David, although, I mean, here's the thing. At this point, nothing's an upset when I read these. Like, David's a hell of a player. Yeah,
2: David's a good player. Although, after this, I... I because I play with him locally, I, I don't think I'm ever going to hear the the end of it. He's gonna he's he's gonna talk
1: about how he beat Paul um, a lot. So I'm gearing up for that. <laughs> well, but I that's, think in general, you're allowed to gloat oh, when you beat one of the world players. Yeah, wait, da-
0: David's David's a gloater. No, no, no. I know. i <laughs> no,
2: not him.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's
2: gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um, but there's there's a lot of just great players who, who are in and, you know, good players who are, are dropping. And it's, it's, you know, I, it's anybody's game at this point. It, it's hard to, it's hard for me to even, you know, predict a winner or who, who's, who's likely to, to pull this thing out. Cause I look at just going down the line. There's just so many good players. Um, there's Dom, uh, Fumatu, who's, who's just super good. Um,
0: Oh, we're gonna talk about Dom.
2: Yes, yes, we'll talk about him. I mean, yeah, uh, Tex, sir, who is uh, um, um, now I'm based, uh, Dallas Parker, who came in second at Worlds. He's he's in it. You know, there's just solid players on, on down the line. Um, yeah, Theorist won the other day against
1: uh, Phildo. Uh, yeah. And, and you're, you're dealing with elimination at this point in those rounds, so that's going to thin itself out very quickly.
2: Yeah, probably by the time the cast goes, goes live, we'll be at the top 16. And, yeah, because there's, there's only, I think, four games left to play, three. Yeah, three okay. games left at this point. So
1: if that's the case right now, can you give us a rundown on who's still in it?
2: Yes, so there's... Uh He's uh, the Mexican national champion. Um, there's Starslinger72. Um, I, and let's see. Morgan is good. Um, Dodo uh, won his match over uh, Veldrin. And both of those guys are really good. Uh,
0: I don't even want to talk about Veldrin. I'm still kind of butt- bitter about that. Why? What happened? My soon, te- my soon tearing. Oh yes. My epic soon tearing. My five v one soon tearing. <laughs>
2: yes. So
0: soon tear fell. <laughs>
2: oh man. Yeah, that was kind of brutal. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good players. Um, uh, Lyle or Sazen hasn't done his his squad yet or has done his method let's
0: talk about him um, Yes. somehow collectively uh, I'd say between the two of you um, the weirdest thing we have a, m- a mini kind of X-Wing Twitch following at, the, at this point because of Sozin, Sozin's been doing uh, casts of, uh, of the Galactic Cup games and there's a little bit of a following Yes, yes,
2: it's been, it's been awesome. So Lyle has been doing these Twitch casts um, and commentating on games while they're happening, and it's it's been really good. It's really nice to see uh, good X-wing players talking about good X-wing players, you know, who are playing, who are making good moves and, um, and doing. Really fun commentary while while the games are going on.
0: Well, in speaking, he, he's of... also done pretty good about uh, getting good players to commentate with him. It's yes, it's good players talking about good players playing, and it's really interesting. He for the Hollow Net, he's been advertising both on Team Covenant and the FFG forums when he's going to cast, and so keep your eyes out in those locations if you want to see when he's going to cast and to kind of pay attention to watching some of the best X-Wing players play. I mean, it's really a good opportunity if you want to see someone good play, you know, get on and watch. I mean, there's a lot of good moves being made. Yeah. Well, and here's are... the
1: deal. For those of you that don't know about Twitch or don't use Twitch, Twitch is a big online service for basically publicly broadcasting games of any sort. Um, but really, live casting in general with video. The big deal with Twitch is that even if you don't catch him at the specific time and listen to it live, Twitch keeps an archive for you. So if you were to just go on Twitch TV and try and find probably Sozen or look up his channel on there and find X-Wing, you can watch things that have already happened. And speaking of good players talking about other good players, there's you gain a different element of... I'm going to say information when you watch and you have someone to walk you through what's going through the minds of the other players. It's a whole different layer of, I guess, tactics at that point in time. And it's interesting to see that discussed as it actually happens versus what we do here a lot where it's in the abstract. It's much more supported when you have a visual reference.
0: Well, we have the uh, opportunity very soon to uh, adjust that. Uh, Sozin's invited us to comment on those matches when we get the opportunity to. We almost did uh, uh, yesterday, but unfortunately that fell through and he wasn't able to. But uh, I know that uh, the three of us are all planning to at some point try and get on and comment i know you and i uh greg were going to do it yesterday yeah i was ready i to can't rock. wait i can't wait
1: yeah me either it's gonna be a lot of fun to do that i like live casting and calling games in general because you know who doesn't sit there and watch an x-wing game on the sidelines and have a thousand thoughts to share about what the people are doing mm-hmm. you know we're no. all sideline oh players. i
0: totally would have done this move i would have done this move gosh why didn't he do that uh, absolutely yes. i mean you know. It it
1: happened in my league game earlier today. I mean, we all sat on and critiqued each other's moves as the game went when went down. You know, it was the way we wanted to do things.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Galactic Cup, we're going to be in the top sixteen soon. Let's uh, let's talk about this for a second. Who's your favorite, Scott? I mean, who do you think's going to win? I mean. I and I hate to put you on the spot, but uh, I know who I think is going to win. Who do you think is going to win? Well,
2: I'm going to say who I think is going to, or who I'd like to have win. But I don't. I mean, who knows? I, I'm kind of voting, rooting for theorists on this one. Um, he's he's
0: he's he's such a good player. He really is.
2: He's had a lot of heartbreaks in some of the other tournaments, so I'd like to see him push through and make it. He's
0: always in it too isn't he? Yeah
2: he's always been in in the top brackets he just hasn't had a chance to to make the final table I'd really like to just see him get at least that far and then you know uh, let the win you know let the chips fall where they may
0: One thing I want to see and um, I think we should start an online petition of a theorist please come to worlds (laughs) petition. Yeah (laughs) <laughs> um, I want to start an online petition and just send it to Jeff and be like, "Jeff, the world wants you to go. For the love of God, go to World, so you know you can actually plan a table with the best players." Because I feel like the theorist—I'm not sure if theorist is actually real—and <laughs> I have emailed him. I've been—I've—I've I've spoken to him online, but as far as I know, he's an FFG bot. Built to show people like weird <laughs> movements and like and weird uh, I'm pretty sure he's actually a robot so um i I hope we can get him to come and uh see other people that are, play x wing uh, that's 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 a goal of mine but i i don't disagree theorist deserves to win something big because he's definitely earned it he's definitely one of the best players in the world
2: yeah
0: greg who 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 do you think well,
1: honestly, I could say that I'd like to see Theorist win, too, because I, I just like the way he flies. He does this weird thing where he flies stuff that, for some reason, no one else can fly, but he thought of it, and it's a little strange, and he knows exactly what to do with it, and it tends to work. Yeah. But uh, we talked about a list earlier that has just, like, kind of blown my mind, and that's Dom's list, Fumatu, and I think that that I list think, can I think crush Dom everything. I think Dom is
0: going to win. I think Dom, I want Theorist to win. I think Dom's going to do it. That list is sick. Yes. Yeah,
1: I want to go into the details of that list later on in this podcast, so we will talk about that later on, but the, I believe that the list that he's running can just absolutely lean on just about any other list until it's gone.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So that's that's my choice for it, honestly.
0: We'll, we'll get into specifically Dom's list, and, God, I just... I just oh, it's so mean. Um but I want to talk about something that's meaner. Um, wave 4 is out. Uh, yep. And there and there's one thing... Uh, so, Wave 4 is out, and I was expecting you know, more lists. Like, more awesome things to try. Like, all of this, like, uh, more... Just, we have more ships, let's try more lists, and there's there's all of more, right? Every single wave has brought us more potent ways to win. And I feel like in the f- in 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 wave 4, the amount of viable lists have actually shrunk due to the phantom. And now I think we're going to put ourselves out here, or at least I will, in the f- in the sense that man, there's a massive online argument happening on the Hollow Net as to whether the phantom is breaking the meta or not. Because for every person you that says Man, the Phantom's broken There's another that says Just fly better, bro Um
1: Yeah, the uh The Phantom, is it broken, is it not broken? I
0: Yes, it it's is. broken It's broken no, wait, in the wait, no, sense no, no, that no. it's forcing everybody ACD To fly a certain a- way I think, I think ACD is broken
1: I think ACD is broken, advanced cloaking yeah, it, device it, it, is a little bit broken Um it,
0: let's let's talk about the card
1: Do we want to talk about things that are bannable So ACD when you fire on something You get to take a cloak action after the attack Cloaking mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know Normally when you take that action If you're cloaked in possession of a cloak token You can't fire So advanced cloaking device fixes that It fixes it for a price It's four points But it fixes that dilemma Especially on the higher pilot skill phantoms Like Ex- Echo and Whisper
2: Yeah So I
1: don't know if the phantom by itself is broken. I think Echo and Whisper with Advanced Cloaking Device and things like Veteran Instincts is a little bit broken. Um, it's, It's not broken in the sense that it's unkillable. It's broken in the sense that it forces a severe restriction to list building. You have to build every list with the potential of dealing with the phantom.
0: But, bro, you can just run X, Y, or Z. Why don't you just do that? Because
1: if you don't have a turret, the Phantom's just never going to get shot.
0: Yeah, you're just going
1: to get
2: crushed by it. It's, it's, it's so brutal. It's I'll, so brutal I'll, share,
1: I'll share a little story about the Phantom. It happened today. I flew... We just started our Kansas City X-Wing League tournament, and it's an elimination. Um, I flew against another pilot today, and he was flying a Defender... A, a Colonel Vesseray, Echo with veteran instincts advanced sensors and advanced cloaking advanced device cloaking. and an Omicron group pilot with ST-321 basically the Omicron group and Veserae did and target and, and lock fun and advanced sensors and basically, the Omicron and Vesserae did target lock fun, using st 321 to always give Colonel Vessaray his target lock bonus from his innate pilot skill. Um, and Echo, he could have flown Echo better, but Echo, even even though I got lots of shots on Echo, I mean, I put him under the arc of, the first round of shots I had on him was a range 2 from my Three. ORS with Gunner was a range 2 from an X-Wing with focus, and a range 3 from a B-Wing with focus. He fired on my ORS, hit it a little bit, took its shields away, I think, and then proceeded to take no damage from those shots because of because advanced cloaking device. device. Yeah. So, and that's gunner included, which normally gunner kind of gives you that guaranteed one damage, but no. I probably took a grand total of 12 to 13 shots on that ship before it finally died.
2: Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. And that's I I think that's really great flying that you did to get 12 to 13 shots on it.
1: It was incredibly difficult. I basically had to commit my entire force to putting as many firing arcs along the potential paths of the Phantom as humanly possible. And I used the ORS as sort of a mobile deterrent. He didn't. the, The ORS actually did the most damage to him. He put three damage on him, but an X Wing killed him but yeah. he finally, like, once I hit him once with the ORS, he finally realized that he couldn't just stay in range of that thing without shooting the hell out of it at the same time so that sort of changed the way he flew and kind of forced m- him into barrel rolling into positions where my other ships were covering, and I was basically sacrificing shots on anything but the Phantom to try and get him locked down
2: and, and that's brutal that's that's so that's so hard for a player to to do, yep. to, to commit all your forces on that. If you don't succeed, and they kill, it's like as soon as you lose one of your ships, it's almost it's almost game over at that point because yep. you you just can't.
0: With with the Phantom, to me, it's. A good player can play the phantom well enough to where it is very difficult to counter I mean you have to go all out and count countering that ship, and even then it's about a fifty fifty shot of winning. It's such a good ship and that and the advanced cloaking device is so good in the hands of a good player right the 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 thing I keep seeing on the forums is well w- just wait till the good players figure it out well i think the exact opposite of just wait till the good players figure out the phantom right it's uh, th- the argument goes both ways the phantom can get just can get better because of how many weird options it has the argu- yeah the phantom has a
2: has a steep learning curve you know i mm-hmm. i ran a a triple phantom build uh 3 Three of the, was it? Uh, the sigmas. Yeah, I think it's the sigmas. The, um, the pilot skill shadows? threes or the shadows or
1: pilots. The five? shadows.
2: The pilot skill fives with, what was it? Um, tactician, uh, fire control system, and uh, the particle accelerator.
1: See, I I love fire control system on the Phantom. That's one thing I never see anybody put on the thing. I think it's a great thing to put uh, on the Phantom. I, it, I
2: it's. It's nasty. It's just nasty. Those you just do so much damage.
1: Target locking four dice is always awesome.
2: Yeah, target locking four dice and and you get a free evade. You know, it's it's you know, which I consider just like a free shield. Even though you're not four with advanced cloaking device, you're you're still getting guaranteed you know uh, dodge. Yep.
0: The thing about the Phantom, to me, is that its prevalence, competitively, at least high-end, forces you to fly a list that either can deal with a Phantom,
1: Or... or
0: is a bigger Phantom. Yeah. And so, the list of viable lists, right... Has shrunk, right? I think so. You can't run a four sh- you cannot run a four ship rebel anymore unless you have two iron like cannon turrets su-
1: or something, or an like engine two engine
0: or something, right? And yep. you, there's so many lists that are so exciting and fun sounding that you can't run anymore. I came out with a four ship rebel list, and you can't really f- and you can't really run it. I mean, it, the lists the 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 viable the list of viable lists of shrunk. And it's yeah. disappointing because with the expansion it, it feels like
1: we got less to work with instead of getting more to work yeah, with.
0: Yeah, I have I have less things I can do now yeah. because of that Phantom. I, I love my I,
2: X-wings, but they can't they can't barrel roll, they can't boost. I I don't know it, it, it's like my wedge, I mean a, a lot of my favorite pilots I can't
0: I don't think a tie swarm works. I don't. Well, think there's so many. A four ship rebel or five ship rebel works. It's it's so hard. It's it so It doesn't. Hard.
1: It definitely none of those. Look, can they beat it? Yes. You can. But you can catch likely. it and get it cornered eventually. But it's not. There is no hard counter there. I still don't think it's even an even fight. Yes. Between the Do two. Do you
0: really want to play an Aaron Bonner with? A, a phantom? I don't want to. No, no, not particularly. That doesn't sound good at all. Yeah. No, don't want to do that. Well, speaking of Aaron,
2: I actually think the Rebel Convoy is is a s- fairly decent idea for, um, for the current anti-phantom meta.
1: I I can agree with that. Anything that has three hundred and sixty arcs and turrets is really yeah, the key you and, get, and the control uh, you have ion to run cannons. Turrets. Ruin you get a Phantom's day. Because you get not being um, am, am, able to reveal a dial takes away all of your decloaking nonsense, which is where 90% of its maneuverability comes from.
0: Am I wrong in thinking that... Guys, i got to be honest with you. I feel like I'm being held hostage by FFG. <laughs> I feel like... No, for real. Let's think about this, right? Like The, the, the Phantom is going to own this meta hard. For the entire time the meta is around and we have to wait until wave five before we have the potential of playing regular list again. And I don't appreciate we that. We have to wait How for we it?
1: have to wait for wave five before we get the hard counters for the Phantom, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's not okay. It's like there has never been a wave to where you had to completely you know, change your bit list of builds against one ship. Even the I think Falcon, there was a worry that even the
1: like if you look at the phantoms, the phantom or not the phantoms, excuse me, the interceptors. The interceptors had that sort of potential, but they're nowhere near as wily. I guess you know.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean,
2: uh, wily. That I mean, if you look at the phantom, it's it's got shields and it's it's a little tougher than an interceptor it's got this cr- the fi- the cloaking just yeah the crazy just, options the problem
1: is is it just doesn't it's a super offensive ship with incredible maneuverability that is for some reason hard to kill too like why is it so hard to kill <laughs> it's yeah. got a ton of offense it's extremely maneuverable it should be then by logic and like considering why balance it should be to easy kill than to kill an interceptor. yeah yeah Why are you nigh-impossible to kill? Why are you as hard to kill as a defender, almost?
0: Here's a question I have for you guys. FFG has banned cards and ships before... Or, cards before. They have banned... They've banned in in Star Wars. They've banned in... Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't think they've banned in Netrunner yet, but they've banned stuff before. Do you think that something in the phantom needs a ban hammer
1: i think acd is probably if you, if i had to vote for something it would be acd um
0: would you vote for it to to be banned prob- like probably if you, if honestly i think vote. it
1: would balance out that that's that's where the can't kill it comes in on the phantom is with advanced cloaking device because there's, it completely removes this deterrent of, oh, do I cloak because I need to be defensive right now or do I attack because I need to attack right now? It completely removes that from an equation unless your opponent has higher pilot skill than you. That's the only counter to dealing with that. So I would say that card would put the Phantom in a position where, yes, it's still very playable. It's still worth its points. It's still four attack dice. It's still squirrely and really hard to get a hold of. Period. But it doesn't need to be nigh unhittable once you get a hold of it. You need to...
0: So you would ban that card I would,
1: yeah, absolutely. Now, I will say on the end of banning, if I think FFG will, the big difference I see here is that ban lists in tradable or collectible card games is very, very common, versus ban lists in miniatures games are not quite as common.
2: Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. It's, it's it's just not going to happen.
0: Would you though, Scott? No,
2: I, I'm I'm very much against that that kind of thing. The banning of something, even though I I'm not happy with the Phantom. I don't like the idea of banning cards. Um, yeah, it, I just
0: I don't like it. I would ban it in a heartbeat. Me, I mean, uh, the the amount of interest. Okay, the reason why I do this is is for two two reasons. One, I'm going to start with uh, interest wise when it comes to lists. More lists can be flown with the advanced cloaking device ban than without. More lists can be flown in a tournament competitively with the with that card gone Uh, because with the card in there you have to deal with the phantom and you have to be able to kill a phantom so if if there's more you know, variety it's more interesting and it makes for a better tournament second, business wise if only so many lists can be competitively run in a tournament I don't think it's good for FFG's business I feel like if they want to run a good business plan, they need to promote as many options tournament-wise as possible. And to limit those options with that card, they're hurting their own business by not banning it. Well,
1: I don't know. To the second point, I don't know if that's entirely true, because you also mentioned feeling like you were a little bit being held hostage by the Phantom for Wave 5. Look at that. If you want to talk about a business model, like, they're going to Okay, so here's Phantom. The competitive players are going to buy it. The new players don't know yet, so though. they're going to buy uh. everything. <laughs> the competitive players now have to buy Wave 5 so that we have better counters for the Phantom. So I, I think it's going to work out okay for them, honestly, on that end. But <laughs> I agree completely on the fun factor and the more viable lists, because yeah. the deal is, is without advanced cloaking device, the Phantom is no longer nigh impossible to kill when you do get a hold of it. Yeah. And that's that's really the thing is that yeah it's it, even without it the ship is going to be nigh impossible to get arcs on without turrets. It's really hard to lock one of those things down if it's flown by a competent and God help you if it's flown by an excellent
0: player. I feel like the biggest counter to the Phantom is a bad Phantom player. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean it. It has a steep learning curve. It's not. Uh, it's not an easy ship to fly.
1: You really can't pick it up and just go with it. Even with advanced cloaking device, you can get smoked if yeah. you, if you put yourself in the wrong spot or you yeah. screw up and you don't get your cloak action. You don't get a shot right. It's not it an auto
2: win ship if you don't fly it right.
1: but exactly. But once you learn to fly it, it's oh, it's so so bad. It's
0: so good. Echo can just straight strafe people. Yep.
1: Yeah. Echo can <laughs> echo can occupy the same two ship base area two ship base square for like an infinite amount of time between barrel rolling backwards barrel rolling during his action and his actual move, he can just sit in the same area over and over again behind a ship I had had (laughs) Joe, my freaking brother-in-law, played Echo against one of my lists that has an oars in it and he probably sat behind that oars for two or three turns just shooting away at it at range one on the same corner as I move the oars around and Echo is just so good at being wherever he wants to be just always had a shot right there range one
2: yeah that's brutal
1: if it hadn't been a turret ship I never would have survived getting any damage out on that Phantom if it had been a single ship like that that shit has to move forward Echo can just not move he can basically just occupy the same space for several turns in a row through creative barrel rolling and creative decloaking and just light you up with five attack dice from behind you. Yeah. And then, oh, you K-turn this round? Oh, well, I guess I'll just barrel roll way the heck over here and fly away from you. Or I'll just come right at you and K-turn over here, and now I'm still out of your arc and shooting you again. Yay! <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> it's like I'm unkillable and untouchable. It's
2: crazy. It's crazy what you can do with that ship. Yeah. It's just crazy.
1: Decloak cloak forward, to bank, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then you unleash a freaking K-turn. Okay, there you go. Oh, no actions. I still have four attack dice. Who cares?
0: Yeah. All right, so so we've got uh, a lot of new and... We, none of us like the Phantom... <laughs> But I wish I we're going to deal with the new wave and let's kind of examine a list that is not a new wave list but is incredibly potent and is kind of tearing its way through the Galactic Cup and may have a counter to the Phantom. We're going to talk about Dom's list in the Galactic Cup. He likes to call it the Alabaster Hippo Ballet. Scott, you've been watching this list as much as anybody. Tell us about this list and uh, what's going on. There. Okay, so
2: here's here's his squad. He has tier with Push the Limit. And then he has three Omicon group pilots. Um, two of them have fire control systems, and one of them has Vader. So you've got three shuttles and, and soon tier. And basically how Dom's been flying this list is the, the shuttles just come at you at multiple angles. Um, so this lets him kind of maneuver his guys around to keep shooting at you. And he takes up so much space, you know, you're get you're losing your actions a lot of the time, and you just can't shoot through 30 hull and shields, or, you know, 30 hull worth of, of ships to quickly, and he just lights you up. Uh, it's You know,
1: in most of his games, he's only lost maybe one or two shuttles at most. And the thing is here, even if you do manage to chew through those shuttles... Suntir fell's not exactly easy to kill.
2: Yeah. Uh it's it's gross. And, you know, Vader is there for those times when you're like, okay, well, I really want that ship dead. He's gone. You know, I got I got that guaranteed damage, and uh but most of the time the Omicron <clears throat> groups are just um shooting at different ships, uh lowering them down, and then uh Soon-tier plays cleanup. He just
1: Speaking of cleanup, I really like his positioning pilot skill-wise on the ship that he puts Vader on, because I really like to have Vader... I mean, with this list, he kind of has Vader whenever he wants that crit to go in, so it's good that he can pick it, but I really like to be able to use the Vader crew card late in my firing round, because it gives you the most chance to strip away those shields and have that crit actually go to the ship's hull Mm -hmm. and do something devastating. Yeah, so now he's got Soon tier, and then two other Omicrons who are to shoot before the Vader shuttle. There's, so there's really, yeah. I mean, you've got
0: and they have fire, and they have target lock because of fire control. Exactly. Yeah. So you've
1: got twelve dice happening before that Vader crit. You're stripping the shields off of anything in the game with that.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. You're you're doing a ton of damage. And your
1: first Vader crit. If you get all your shots, your first Vader crit's likely going to hit whole, and that's yep. very good. I've
0: I've played this list, and it is just so hard to kill a shuttle quickly before it fires back and just decimates you. It's such a good list, and he does such a good job of managing firing arcs for those three shuttles to where he is going to have a firing arc on you and he's going to continue to shoot you the entire time, and he avoids Soon-Tier Fell and he keeps Soon-Tier Fell very safe, uh, basically just daring you to try and eat through shuttles until it's time for Soon-Tier to go in and kill. He is... Dom obviously won the last uh, Vassal Tournament. I think he's going to win this one. I think he can um, with that
1: list. That list is super strong in, that, in the meta because you don't have any Wave 4 in the Galactic Cup. So yeah. in that meta, how that list this, is incredibly strong. How does this strong. deal with Wave 4?
2: Well, you got to... Look at three shuttle bases. That's a lot of real estate that it's covering, which can yeah. which can be tricky for a phantom. And sure. And anytime you got Vader on there, I don't care if you've got four defense. You I'm get one you.
1: shot in with that shuttle. I, I'm
2: gonna hit you. And
1: now yep. you got Suntir. Suntier does a good job against Phantoms. He really should, especially if they don't if it's not specifically Whisper with VI and your opponent winning if you've an issue. You got Echo, it's great. Yeah. So,
2: Suntier is is actually I think a good kind of counter cuz here's another hyper mobile ship who's really strong. His innate ability is really good as a kind of counter. He's high you
1: know, pilots feel so he up moves after and, the phantom
0: you're you're really yeah i feel like dom took so, a look at the lambda and said that it was wait a second this is one of the most point sufficient ships in the game i'm going to go ahead and fly that then
2: yeah and this 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 squad is just really really good it's it's solid
0: that is yeah i i love that list a list that um I've been pretty excited about for wave four is i want to win, so I've decided that i'm i'm gonna fly echo i hate the phantom, but i have to fly echo but you have and to so win I, yeah i've got a i've got an issue with not winning so i've got a list an imperial list that in, embraces the phantom and its brokenness (laughs) against other ships. And I've got a list that I've been flying recently that is Echo, Rebel Captive, Sensor Jammer, Veteran Instincts, and Advanced Cloaking Device, along with an Omicron Group Pilot, Fire Control System, Tactician, Gunner and Engine Upgrade. It's a version of a Buzzsaw Shuttle and two Academy Pilots. And the idea is is that Echo is at least protected from the whispers of the world with Rebel Captive. And that way that you know, Echo will be able to outmaneuver that Phantom because it won't have an action to, you know, advanced cloaking device again because advanced cloaking devices may be kinda of, sorta of, broken. And then it also has advanced cloaking device itself. It'll protect itself against Gunner with Sensor Jammer. Yep. And it's got the ability to have ties and a shuttle to clean up and disable (laughs) other ships along the way. What do you guys think? What I
1: like about this is that the disruption of the Academy pilots in this list will definitely help Echo as far as... You've got good control here. You've got a lot of stress release from Tactician, from Rebel Captive. And then you've got these blockers out here that will also be causing issues with how your opponent flies. And one of the big things is, is if you have a phantom out there, he might be a little bit of a glass cannon if somebody does get a hold of him. But you've got him very well protected. It's going to be hard for your opponent to move properly to lock down Echo.
0: With both Sensor Jammer, Rebel Captive, and ACD, it's really difficult to, to catch. Yeah,
1: well, exactly. And once you do lock him down, you're punished immediately for shooting him.
2: Yeah, tactician is, is really nice I think this is one of the areas that we didn't talk about When we were talking about the phantom is stress Stress is the other option to dealing with them And so, it, it, yeah, it's you're having this stress mechanic in the list is going to help I agree help, completely Help you deal with other phantoms
1: yeah, I agree with that completely. Stress is definitely a way to help them. It counters advanced cloaking device. It counters advanced
2: cloaking device, for it sure advanced cloaking device um, and it just it it slows them down. It gives you a chance to maybe get get in there. Uh, makes them predictable for at least a, a round or two, which, which and that's is, precious. Obviously. Yes, you 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 have to capitalize on it. Yep. Um,
0: I know we've been talking about the Phantom over and over and (laughs) over again when it comes to Wave 4, but there are a lot of interesting Wave 4 ships. Specifically, I think the Z95 is a very points-efficient ship. Uh, Greg, have you seen any uh, Z95 ships? Or lists that have uh, impressed you recently? I
1: have, actually. Um, It is a list that's being run in our Kansas City X-Wing League. But I'm a big fan of this list. One, because it is using a bunch of Zs. And two, because it's got Aaron Kraken in it. And that guy is awesome. Also fan-on relevant, and we'll talk about that. But this list is Aaron Kraken with Swarm Tactics. It is three Bandit Squadron pilots, a Blue Squadron pilot, and a Rookie. Um, It's a lot of ships, for, for starters. It's a decent amount of hit points. It's going to be tough to chew all, through all of that. Even if you're coming at it, like we've talked about with everything else, coming at it with Phantoms, um, he's at least going to have to shoot at a different ship every round to kill it. So, that's handy. It's a lot of arcs to try and lock him down. But overall, what I like about this the most is the combination of Aaron Kraken and either of the heavy hitters, the Rookie or the Blue Squadron pilot, particularly the Blue Squadron. If Aaron Kraken does something, like during combat, after you perform an attack, you can choose another friendly ship at range 1, and that ship gets to take an action. So the Blue can now barrel roll into a better position, or barrel roll out of firing arcs to then deliver some punishment. If it gets swarm tactics up to 8, it delivers high pilot skill punishment. Let's say, for example, though, that you can barrel roll the blue out of firing arcs. Now, there's no reason to swarm tactics the blue. It's going to fire without, you know, any kind of harassment. Now, you have this other rookie pilot that you could go ahead and swarm tactics. Either way you go, no matter what you do with those ships and handing out that action, one of your hard-hitting ships is getting swarm tactics up to an 8. It's an interesting combination.
0: It's also great for anti-phantom, because if you can get that blue to barrel roll an arc, and then swarm tactics fire; it's pretty effective. Absolutely. Not to mention, even if just to get just to get a phantom in arc is difficult, and the ability to give that action away to get into arc is pretty good. And
1: maybe fire before advanced cloaking device
0: can be triggered. Yeah,
2: that's that's the key right there because it's an eight. You know, just getting if you
0: anti echo. Yeah. Um, the other thing is
2: one of the things I like about the rebel swarm is. You don't have to fly them all together like you would with Hal you know. True. You're not having to to do that sort of packed formation flying. You you almost want to keep a, a looser formation, especially if you're if their opponent's running a, a Phantom, because you you want to cover your flanks. You want to have at least a few guys shooting at them uh, whenever you can.
1: Yeah. The good thing about that, too, is not just for the Phantom, but we also have the Defender running around with its beautiful, no-stress 4K turn.
0: Yeah, And that you have thing a lot nice. more
1: ships to put in its way and prevent any kind of K-turning like that from happening from that ship event, essentially cutting back on one of its major factors, on one of its big upsides.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Well... I, I, I am really excited to see the Z95. We're pro- We're we're going to cover some more E-Wings, and we're going to cover tight Offenders and later casts, and we're all looking forward to hopefully doing this more often if, you know, Greg and Scott can... <laughs> manage time for the galactic colony yep. and do you know their important duties do my civic for duty. the people yeah for the people the people need you um empire. we're going to start a petition for the two of you to you know have more free time and thank god for the internet cuz i'm sure they'll deliver that um, <laughs> anyways um I I am really happy we got to do this. We're going to do this again. Uh we uh we are Greg and I and hopefully Scott as well doing a uh, a commentary on a ver- uh, on a Sozen Twitch cast at some point soon. Yeah. Uh, we're really looking forward to doing that. Definitely. Um but yeah, exactly. But uh that's uh, it for today for Greg, Joy, and Vengeance, Duncan, and the one, the only, Mister Froggy, Scott Williams. My name is Kelvin Tiberius. Also, uh, no, wait. My name is Richard. (laughs) What's my name? Also known as Kelvin. I don't know what my name is anymore. Um, Say my name for listening. Say my name. that's what Echo says every single time. Um, uh. uh, this has been the Scum and Villainy Podcast. Thank you, Galactic Hollinet. We're back. We will be doing one of these again. Thank you.